Hey, what's going on, people, man? It's Jay Good straight out the den, man. I know I know what you're thinking. It's um, where have I been? It's been a minute, man. I know uh, our last podcast dropped like early December. Um, and, and for you guys that's been following along, man, most of you know that around this time, it's the holidays, man. So I kind of try to take a little bit of a break, um, you know, with the podcast, man, and kind of give people an opportunity to just kind of chill with the fam or whatnot. But during that time, I realized, man, people were like, hit me up, like, yo, what's up with the podcast, man? Like, you've been hitting us with one every week, and then you just stopped. So uh, nothing, nothing's changed, man. We are, we definitely coming back to you guys. And um, today, we actually got something special. Um, I said I wanted to open up and just kind of uh, open up the phone lines, if you will, man, and just, just get on the line and talk to some, some people, man, that... um that we've been trying to get in contact with throughout the year. And, and uh, so we're just going to have like a hodgepodge of, uh, of a podcast, man. So, you know, something different. It's not the usual, but uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Um, but, you know, I did want to take the time to kind of catch everybody up to speed with everything straight out the den. Um, if you've noticed, um, which I'm sure you have, but if you followed along, but the site, there are some slight changes, man. We've, we've been doing some different things on it, trying to improve, um, the interaction, man. Like we, we really want to be interactive with, with the community of, of hip hop and, and you listeners and viewers, man. And so, you know, this thing wasn't built to be one voice, you know what I mean? Like it's really about us going back and forth, talking with each other and, and you know, sharing your opinion on hip hop, you know, myself and, and the rest of the straight out the dead um team, man, like we we write to, you know, to get an opinion. We we speak our voice and, and you know, give our opinions on stuff and we want we want you guys to give feedback. You know, if you don't like it, you don't like it. If if you do, shoot that, you know, tell us. You know, so it, it's really about that interaction. So we're trying to build a site um that that you know, shows that we want that interaction. And, you know, I, I can't stress it enough. Um, you know, for you guys that's been following along on Instagram, you've been seeing um, a couple of new things that's been coming up. Um, I've been pushing the merch heavy. Um, we have hoodies available, uh, crew necks, T-shirts, uh, baseball tees. Um, we, we got we got that, man. You know, pick up your straight out the damn merch. It's, it's affordable. I will say that, you know, it's not hitting you in the pocket. You know what I mean? Like you can really afford the merch. Um, everything is, is pretty, pretty reasonably priced, man. Everything from, um, you know, the, the hoodies are $39.99. You have, uh, crew necks that are $29.99 along with the baseball tees are $29.99. And then you can get a t-shirt for $24.99. Also, if I sound crazy, it's because sinuses have been really kicking my butt for the past week. I don't know where it's coming from. We're in the middle of winter here and I just can't shake it. I don't know what's going on. So I, I sound crazy, but you know. Just wanted to give you a heads up. Also, um, me and the homie Jimmy Hennessy, um, you should be very familiar with this dude. He's been on the podcast a couple of times. Um, you know, me and him met. Uh, you've heard the story if you heard the podcast, but we met like maybe 07, 08, 09, something like that. Um, and around that time, on MySpace, man, just when I was pushing the, the production, just trying to get anybody to, you know, get on some straight out the damn beats. Um, this was one of the guys that, you know, really connected and we built, you know, something solid from that, man. Like not only as, you know, friends in this, this business of music, but just off, off air of that. And, you know, we, um, we got together the team up to do a new show. So, you know, I know you guys are used to seeing, hearing me behind the mic, but we got something special where we're actually going to be, um, 
online and you know and doing a weekly show um kudos to to the good folks over at livehiphopdaily.tv man like they really approached us and, and was like man i love what you're doing with the podcast and you know i want to see if we can work something out where you can come on our network and you know have some shows and, and you know the, the idea to work with Hennessy was just perfect man like we're like yin and yang we're, we're completely different but we we have a lot of things in common at the same time and you know what better way to bring y'all um, a different perspective um not only just on hip-hop but just music in general life um all of that you know and the show is called the good hennessy show um so you can actually follow that twitter uh good hennessy that's hennessy spelled h-e-n-n-e-c show um follow that on everything um we, we just opened up all the social medias we have a website um coming up very shortly uh to kind of showcase all of that but the, the, the first show actually premieres on live hip hop daily uh, dot tv on uh january 12th um, at 7 p.m. So make sure you check that out. Be on the lookout for that. And I'm definitely going to tweet everything up. And, you know, so you, you guys will understand what's going on. This is something new that we're doing. And, and we're growing, man. Like, it's brand new. I've never been in front of the camera like that. Like, really, truth be told, I never had the desire to be in front of the camera. That's really why I chose the, the field of production. And, um, you know, life just changes, man. You know, things are, are, are thrown your way in and you just kind of, have to go with it. I've always been the type of dude but kind of go with the go with the flow, and wherever things come, it's like Shh, man, why not? You know what I mean? That's how this website started. That's how this podcast started. Um, and, and now we're venturing out and doing some um, on camera work, man. So you know, it's been a blessing, and and I'm just I'm, I'm going along with the ride, man. Wherever this takes me, you know. So um, I definitely want to say I appreciate you guys for riding with us, man. We uh, we recently celebrated two years, um, and it's it's been two years like crazy because I never saw this happening, dude. It's like I really was on some, you know, tired of waiting for placements and tired of playing that placement game. was like, man, I need to do something different, and the website was the idea, and you guys rocking with the website. You know, it's been two years. You guys seen it go from a Tumblr page to now, like, you know, a full-fledged website um, with, with everything, all the bells and whistles, um, you know, the, the features that we do with the Sunday Spotlight, um, different artists and, and spotlighting them, and, you know, getting the opportunity to, to show some shine some light on, on some new talent and not just, you know, the, the person that's already made it. That's the true goal. Like we wanted to be the voice for the underground and, and uh, we're not there yet, but we're, we're slowly moving in that direction. You know, I'm, I'm a very honest dude when it comes to where I'm at and, and we're growing, man. We're, we continue to grow and we're continuing to get the support of people who I never thought, you know, we've done all types of interviews. Uh, we recently just did our three lazy questions with Pusha T, um, and we have like so many more of those interviews coming. Um, I, I can't even really give you know give you a clue on who we've been talking to, but we've definitely been talking to some people, and we're gonna bring that to you. Um, we're gonna get on the line with a couple of artists very soon, and we actually have an artist coming in. Um, who sh he should be here in a little bit, Shalil. He's actually been on the podcast before, um, early on in, in the early stages of the podcast, but he's coming on um, again today, and so we're gonna rock with him and um, you know have a good time and, and and all of that and see what he he has to say. I just really this idea just really came to fruition about. 30 minutes ago, I was like, man, I need to record a podcast. It's been a minute. Um, it's a new year. It's 2015. You guys haven't heard from us in a while as far as the podcast goes. So it's like, yo, what 
can we do? And I just tweeted out and, you know, a couple of people hit me up and I was like, man, you know something, maybe we should just do something different where we have people call in. So, you know, we definitely gonna, gonna go that route and, um, you know, see, see what we can get done. Um, trying to think, man, what else going on? Um, uh, Stuart Scott, um, man, that's that, that one hurt. Uh, you know, that one hurt, man. Like he, he's, um, I don't even know how to say, I mean, this dude is, he changed the way that I looked at television when it comes to sports. You know what I mean? Like during the time where I didn't even think about even wanting to be on television or anything like that, or really honestly, when we used to think being on camera was kind of cornball, you know, like he really made that to, especially the black community, he made it seem cool to be on television and talk about sports. It wasn't like the straight up and down, you know, stuff that you see in all your local news. It was like, you know, I'm, I'm bringing, hip-hop to to television to national television man and when he did that you know whether he knew what he was doing or not he really spoke to a lot of people so you know rest in peace to him um and you know it's just so much stuff that he did and and just appreciative to to his legacy and and also um to his family you know praying for his his daughters and um you know just to be there with them you know i knew how much he well i didn't know him personally but just from him speaking and and his message you knew just how much he loved his daughter so you know salute to him and and you know cooler than the other side of the pillow man like that's what it's all about that 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 phrase (laughs) you know made it for me growing up um you know, looking at uh, the the baseball highlights um, and him saying that every time somebody hit a home run or throw like a, you know, Greg Maddox throwing the curveball and striking somebody out. I just remember those days, man. So, you know, um, he definitely won't be forgotten. And and the tribute that they did on ESPN is just great, man. Like, y'all definitely should check it out. Um, It's it's a whole lot. So I'm I'm trying to get an artist here on the line right now. Um, He should be calling in shortly. Um... Let's see here. I don't know, some of you guys may know him. Um, we we did some work. Well, not did some work. We actually posted uh, one of his videos um, a couple of months back. Um, I don't want to say his name. I'm trying to make sure that he's going to call first before we do that. Um, while we're waiting on Shalil to get here. He should be. He's, he'll be here in about the next 20 minutes or so. Um, so until then, you guys just kind of got to listen to me talk. Um, but, uh, we're going to get some stuff going. We might even play some new music today, man. I got a couple of records that's in the vault that, um, wanting to throw out there. So, you know, we might get that going. And if not, trying to see what else we got, man. What else is going on at the playoffs? Dallas finally did something. I'm, I'm a Falcons fan, man. Like, so really, I'm not really watching uh, to be honest with you, like I, I like football, man, but I'm I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan. So anybody that know me when it comes to sports, when they're not in, I don't I don't really have that much interest, especially like you know when it comes to the Braves or anything like that. Uh, you can't get me to watch it. There's a rule in the house, like if the Braves are not in it, we don't watch it. It's point blank period. So I haven't watched the World Series since like 1999. To be for real with you, um, let's see here, man. We're going to get him on the line right now. Um, I tell you what, until he calls me. Oh, there's him right now. Hold on, hold on right now. Hey, what's going on, bro? What up, though? It's Tony Million. Hey, I, I I know, man. Like, I'm I'm actually recording the podcast right now, dude. So, like, you on, man. Like, what's good with you? Oh man, I'm just chilling, just chilling. Uh, <laughs> dang, like you got to do it right now. 
I mean, you you know, I'm I'm just um I, I really thought about it, bro. I was like, man, I need to do a podcast. You know what I'm saying? And, and so like I got a couple of people um actually coming through, so they're gonna be on it. But I did want to reach out, I mean, and we can do something more formal later on. You know what I mean? But I did want to reach out to you, and um you know just get you on the line as soon as we can. I don't know. Are you in the middle of doing something? Uh yeah yeah just a little bit. I mean I'm a big fan of straight out the then though. Like I I was just I thought maybe you'd be available to do it later, but I tell you what, then how about this? We can set up something later, but in, in 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 the meantime, just let the people know who you are and what you're doing. You know, something real brief. I know you got to go, but I did want to at least get the people a chance to talk with you. All right, yeah. Well, I'm Tony Millions, uh, also known as Mr. Million Bars. I'm from a group called Lompec Mafia, and basically, what I do and what I'm known for out in the Midwest region is making songs with a lot of punchlines and bars. And I feel like that's the element that a lot of hip-hop is missing these days. And that's basically what I stand for, just keeping uh, lyricism alive. Like, catchy hooks is cool and stuff, but I just feel like lyrics need to come with that. So that's basically what I do. I recently dropped a music video called Clear the Room. It's on YouTube. It's pretty dope. And it's been getting a lot of good feedback and a lot of good reviews. I think it would be dope if everybody checked it out. If I'm not mistaken, it might have even been posted on Straight Out the Den, but yeah. that's it for now. I look forward to more interviews in the future. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, bro, I, I appreciate you calling in, man. Like I said, we definitely going to set up something formal, dude. Like, I, I just wanted to I'm, – I'm throwing this together. Like, like for real, it's, it's just like impromptu. Um, I haven't done it before, so I was like, man, let me just have artists call in and, and, and you know, say what's up, man, and, and really – just kind of pay some homage to the artist, man. We're doing something new for the new year, man. So I tell you what, bro, lock me in. You got the number, um, and we'll definitely be in touch, man. Like, you know, if you want to hit me up, uh, we can go back and forth on the DM if, you, um, if you're if busy or whatnot. But uh, we'll figure out what's going on and um, set up something, man. We can, we can do a little long-form interview. All right, sweet. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. All right, bro, that's a bet, man. Nice talking to you, bro. Yeah, have a blessing, man. All right, you too, bro. So there you go, man. That's that's Tony Millions, man. Make sure y'all follow him too on on, on um Twitter, um, Instagram. I know on Twitter it's uh, Tony Six Zeros. Um, you know, just like that's Tony Millions. Go ahead and follow him on on everything, man, and um check out his music. Like he said, he's dope. Like we uh put up a video a while back, um, a couple of months ago, um, for his stuff, and it was like, man, it caught me off guard. You know what I'm saying? He's one of those artists where. He he just got it, you know what I mean. And the uh, the clear the room video is what we're talking about. He dropped it back in November. It's just it's it's a record that man. It's like it's really dope, you know what I mean. And he's talking about something. That's really what we're about, you know. Um, there's so much stuff that's going on right now where people are not talking about anything. So to hear somebody really have something positive to say, and and can do it and be entertaining at the same time, you know what I mean. That's what it's about because like everybody can write rhymes, but you still got to make sure that it's entertaining. You know what I mean. Like if it's not entertaining, uh, you ain't gonna catch everybody's attention. So that that's the main thing. Um, we we gonna get some more people on the line while we wait on Shalil to get here. Um, I'm trying to see, man, who can I call in my phone right now and put them on the spot? Maybe that's what we need to do. Do I need to call somebody and put them on the spot right now? I don't know. I don't want to hurt any relationships. I'm big on relationships. And I don't want people to be like uh, stuck and don't want to talk. I tell you what, in the meantime, um, I'm going to play a new record. Um, 
actually it's not even it might not some of you guys probably already heard of it i'm gonna play this joint um from the winning team this is the crew um love what they doing um right now and it's uh let's see I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play this drifting memories joint. It's off of the uh, Good Morning Miss Badu project, um, and this one here is featuring Truth. Man, it's a dope record. Y'all can go and pick it up. It's on straight out the den right now, um, but uh, y'all check it out. Let me know what you think. Y'all better watch out for the winning team. I'm telling y'all, I don't know people playing. They think you know. They think that I just, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't like to big up stuff too much. But just check out the winning team. I, I put it like that. Check out the winning team. That good morning, uh, Miss Badu project is dope. Like 
seriously, it's a dope project, and you, you should you need to hear it. I mean, it's, it's it's dope, man. It's like I don't know what else to say. Like I I'll give you some background on it, and, and maybe I'm being biased. I, I mixed the project, and um, I just you know, I, so I had a lot of involvement on that side of it. But just when um when Coop came to me with the idea of what they were doing over there, and it was just like man. It's dope, like, and I don't know if Erica Badu's heard the project. I know the whole operation has been like to to get her attention, and it's it's just a solid body of work. You know what I mean? It's an EP. It's very short, um, couple of records, but it's just enough to to get a feel for what they're doing. Um, and, and be on the lookout for them. Like, we actually um we dropping a, a couple of projects. Um, uh, it's gonna we're gonna premiere a couple of things. Uh, we actually just premiered the video for the message. Um, off of the project with Smokey DB, so you can check that out on Straight Out of Den as well. Um, it's it's crazy, man. Them boys, man, like they really got a movement, and I'm just gonna go on a limb and say like 2015 is gonna be something special. Like just the stuff that they've been talking to me about that they got in the works is you know they got projects just sitting waiting to be put out. I'll put it like that. So you know, be on the lookout for the winning team. Um, they definitely got a lot going on. Um, we uh we still we got a few calls that we're gonna take. Um I'm waiting on some people to hit now. Um I did wanna play y'all another record in the meantime though. Um let's see here. And shout out to Tony Millions again for calling in, man. I didn't mean to put you on the spot like that, bro, but I appreciate you calling in and chatting with us for a little bit anyway. Um, like I said, be on the lookout for him. He he definitely got a lot of stuff that's going on. Um I I was meaning to tell y'all, like we we teamed up with the homies over at um elite music um to put together our best of 2014 list um best rap album um and i separated for my list i separated um you know majors artists and um who you need to know basically and it's um it's a nice little list man like we did a top 10 for each one and also i mean i had a couple of people that i just couldn't I couldn't leave off, so I had to put them up as an honorable mention. Um, they definitely dope, though. It's 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 a nice little list, man. We dropping it. Actually, by the time you hear this, the list would have already been on drop. So um, I could talk about it, you know what I mean? But I, you know what? I am going to give it to you guys. You can check out the list, too. But So you guys are getting a little sneak peek. Like I said, you won't, you've already will see it by the time that this comes out. But um, like I said, we did a little top ten list, man, and... Um, I got, uh, I got a few, I got a few, few on there that you you might be happy with and you might be like looking at me like, what's up? But I'm going to tell you my number one, I'll give you, that's what I'll do. I'll give you my top, um, major and my top on who you need to know. My top major, um, best rap album of 2014 for anybody that wants to listen is a uh, Schoolboy Q oxymoron. And I'm going to tell you why. Out of all the albums that I listen to, and, and matter of fact, I'm gonna give you my I'm gonna give you my top three. Number one, Schoolboy Q, Oxymoron. Number two, Saha the Prince, Black History um, History Project. Number three, Big Crit, Catalactica. And I'm gonna tell you why for that. That's for my that's my major list. That was major releases list. Um, the only reason why Saha the Prince really was my number one album. And the only reason why I couldn't give him number one because he didn't release it as a major release. He released it as a uh, a mixtape, really. And, and in my opinion, he should have sold it. I don't know why um, he didn't sell it. 
And I mean, I respect it. You can also check out our three lazy questions um, interview with Saha the Prince. Uh, we dropped that a, a couple of months ago. But, you know, I don't know why you didn't release it as an album. Um, to me, it was album worthy. Uh, the project was solid, man. Like everything that he was saying was like right on point. Um, you know, it, it's just it was a good album. And to me, it should have been number one. The only reason why I couldn't put it number one, because he didn't release it as an album. And that was just out of respect to everybody else that put their album out. So, you know, number one, Schoolboy Q, out to more run. And I, I hope he wins a Grammy. I know it's probably not going to happen. Um, but he had a solid album, man. Like, he had the best album, you know, and, and it's just from everything, from just how he put it together, it was like cinematic, like a movie. And he took you, you know, he just he he gave you a gangster rap album, you know, and we haven't really had a true gangster rap album since. Mm, I don't know, maybe I, I'm going to go out there and say maybe like game documentary or, um, you know, one of those like that's when we really got like like true gangster rap album was is you felt like you was right there and you know with the set and doing everything that they were doing you know what I mean so uh, that that was my number that was my number one man uh, like I said Saha would have definitely had my number one spot if he would have put it out as a major release um the number three was Big Crick Catalactica man like Big Crick caught a lot of flack on his first project um live from the underground a lot of people thought that it wasn't you know what it what it could have been um and and not some would agree I understand you know he he is sample clearances, man, and he's a heavy sample um, driven producer, and that's something that you know it's kind of hard to get by a lot of times. So I understand why that album didn't do what it did, but Catalactica, man, he just went. It felt like he he knew he had to go out and get other producers. You know what I mean? And, and that's no disrespect to him because I think he's a dope producer, but it just felt like he knew that I got to get out there and and ride with some other producers and just play the artist role as opposed to playing every role like you know producing and mixing and mastering all of that was like man let me just sit back and be an artist and him sitting back being an artist was like work perfectly like this album is is solid man top to bottom um it's just everything about it like all the music you know the production level was was high quality on it everything just sounded good and and it felt like it was from a sincere place, you know, him creating a planet, you know, um, Catalactica and, and kind of going off of that theme really worked for me. You know what I mean? Like, um, and even the records, like, like to me, one of my least favorite records on the project was the single, but it worked. I understood what he was doing. You know what I mean? Like it was the best single that you can give to people and, and keep it, you know, being you at the same time. You know what I mean? So I respect that all, all, you know, all together and I mean it still was a solid solid record you know my my joint though is um is the angels though I I, I love angels it's just the sound of it. it it just worked for me everything about it worked for me and you know that's the one that I that I chose um for me right now let's see man um uh we might have somebody else calling in let's see yeah, we might have somebody, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put him on the spot. He don't he don't know that I'm recording right now, but we'll see if he calls in and see what's up. Um, see if you want to talk. But yeah, but um, go to my other my other list. My other list is the who you should know. 
list and those are like artists that we that's the list that i was more mostly proud of man like this is the the artists that need that 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 second look um you know they grind in a lot of them they put together very solid projects but you know they just didn't have the the push like everybody like these major artists you know what i mean when you independent and you grinding on your own you know sometimes you just you gotta you gotta work harder you know what i mean you don't have that machine behind you to just put you in different places so i'm gonna give you my top three uh of who you should know and this list here is like truth be told like my first my top five or really my top six or seven easily could have been number one and so i had the hardest time with this list because all of these dudes like made a solid album like a very solid album so to, to rank them was kind of hard, you know what I mean? And, and truthfully, I kind of wish I wouldn't rank and just like, just list my top 10 as, as opposed to giving them rank, but I'm gonna give it to you anyway. It's uh Justin Paul's creme de la crack album, uh, Mick Jenkins, the waters album and, uh, quest searching Sylvan. Um, all of those projects are dope. You know, they're very dope projects. And, and truthfully, um, I just, caught on the quest um like a couple of weeks ago um no actually like last week you know and hearing his his searching sylvan album i was like yo what's going on like why why wasn't i on this you know what i mean i'm like three or four months behind on, on the album and just like years behind on his music like he's dope and, and truthfully if i had more time to sit with that album it probably would have made number one on the list but i had to give number one to uh, justin paul creme dollar crack um some of y'all may not even know him um right now but he he, he he's um he's major with the pen like he, he's wrote on ti's album um and you know a few other people um he, he's working on right now but he he had the opportunity to work with uh two grammy nominated producers um sham um sock passe joseph and um uh lasana ace harris uh, most both of these guys they've worked on countless mm -hmm. albums man um everybody you know what i mean um and, and and it's just just to see him actually have that opportunity to work in that capacity and, and make things um you know, sound the way they do. It's just a solid body of work, man. Everything, the whole project, just it's it's a great album. I'm gonna leave it like that. It's a great album. Um, you should definitely check it out. You can check it out on straight out the den, of course. Like the Mick Jenkins albums, um, that's even the Mick. Excuse me, Mick Jenkins. It, it's it's a solid project too. And I I don't want to go through all of these. I we're gonna have some social commentary on them, so you know you can kind of wait and check them out on the list. Um, we are gonna go ahead and, and get on the line with um. Uh, a couple of artists right now. Let me see. Let's see. All right, my fault. Yeah, I, I don't know about you. Sometimes it's hard for me to do two things at one time, like talk and type. It's kind of hard for me. Um, just going to go ahead and throw that out there. Uh, let's see if we can get this guy here on the line right quick, though. Right, we're gonna go ahead and see if we can get him on the line right now.
Hey, what's good, bro? This is Jay Good, straight out the den. How you doing? What's going on, man? Cool, hey, cool, man. State your name for the people, man. We actually, I'm recording the podcast like right now, bro. So I just wanted to go. Oh, ahead. okay. I wanted you to know that, like, right off top. But um, you know, I just having different artists call Liam, man, and uh, just doing something different for 2015 to kick the year off, man, and just you know talk yeah, to I people. That. So you know, let people know yeah, who you that. are, man. Yeah, man. This uh, this topic is smooth profit of no nine to five music. Uh, I'm straight out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. Flew out to L.A. getting this music thing going. I just released an album, Out of Questions, on the 31st, 2014, uh, to get the 2015 started right. Yeah, I mean, uh, just hanging out. This, 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 this been grinding lately. Um, Jay Swiss got got a project coming out. Um, but yeah, what you, what's, what's, uh, what, what, what inspired you to do the podcast though? Man, like, really, bro, it's, it's been a while since I did one. Like, um, I was telling the people earlier uh, when I first started recording, like, around this time of the year, things kind of slow down. So, I, you know, I give people the opportunity to kind of chill with family and all of that. So um, we normally mm-hmm. do, like, two podcasts um, in December, but I only did one. Um, the last one we did was with uh, Marv XXL. Um, and so, you know, it was just, I just felt like, man, I need to talk to the people, you know, it's been a while and, uh, I got a guest that's coming through shortly, but I just wanted to take the time out, man, to have people call in and, you know, speak yeah, it man, up, you know, up. chat it up. So, you know, um, some different man, but you know, I, like I said, I've been, I've been, been, um, and it might've been Jay Swiss who actually put me on your music, man. Like, um, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he's, he's like my, my. As far as music goes, he's like my big brother in music. He's, yeah. He's helped, he's helped me meet a lot of people, man. He's yeah, been man. working hard for a while now, man. Yeah, shout out to Jay Swiss, man. Like, I, I definitely shout rock, out. Rock, <laughs> rock. <laughs> I definitely mm-hmm. rock with Jay Swiss, man. Like, this dude, he, he made some good music, man. And, he, you know, he's a good dude. Um, yeah. So, you, you said, what's the name of the project that you got, um, that you're getting ready to release? Oh, it's, called, it's, it's called Out of Questions. Out of Questions, uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you can find it on audiomag.com if you just go go and search uh, Top of the Smooth Profit or just type in out of questions. But uh, yeah, I got I actually got Jay Swiss on uh, on a track uh, called Aggression. Yep. Uh, you know, he actually uh, his first time really uh, said a couple words he don't usually put in his songs. A couple, a couple, a couple, a couple swears in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had to get the aggression out of him. Cause when I, cause I, when we did the song, I, I had already written it. So I, I, when I did, it, I had, I had, I was really mad when I wrote it. So when I hit him up, I was like, "Yo, this would be a perfect joint for you." He had to get mad, so he was just like, "All right, I'm just going all out." <laughs> he went all the way out on that joint. But yeah, that that one was produced by uh, Unique Music. Majority of the artists on a project um, are straight from North Carolina. Uh, I got Altera on, on there as well. He made uh, he produced "Can't Take It" mm-hmm. and "Holy Are Your Names." He's, up, he's also a part of No Nine to Five Music. We all started out in, in the dorm rooms at UNC Chapel Hill. I was the youngest one, so I, I, I left school uh, later than a year after everybody else did. Man, that's what's up, man. Yeah, like, the project, project is excited. I'm, I'm pretty pretty excited about it. I, I, I sat on it for a while, you know, the whole artist gets sucked into himself, start overthinking things, <laughs> and eventually, like you said, 2015 uh, made you made you get back on the podcast. 2015 made me think, like, yo, what am I doing, man? I'm just going. I got I got people that like my music. I got fans. I got People want to hear music. Let me just go ahead and release this music. I'm over here worrying about trying to get on this radio station or trying to go up to this because I moved out to Hollywood and stuff. So I'm 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 staying right down the street from Capitol Records, just staring at it, envious. Oh, like, mm, 
Every day I wake up, I'm just like, man, I got to do this. I got to do that. I walk yeah. outside. I got to see all this entertainment going on. Luckily, that's what I went to school for. So that's why I'm out there. And I've been making bread, doing sound engineering and uh, oh, dope, working man. on some films and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The last, uh, I did, I, I actually, I, recently I sound engineer. I can send you the picture. I did a, a party. Uh, it turned out to be some uh, uh, Fox animators out there for The Simpsons and like, uh, King of the Hill, and uh, I can't remember the new the newest show they've been working on, but um, yeah, they they like me because I was just chilling, you know what I'm saying. And after I, after I, after I did the gig, we, everybody hung out, and they were like, "Yo, man, cool. Would you mind if we did a uh, a Simpsons character of you?" So I was like, "Yeah, there's no problem. You know, it's that way. People tell you anything, so there's no telling what really happened." But Christmas Day, I got a picture in the email. The man hand drew me as a Simpsons character. I'm just tripping oh, like, yo. <laughs> I'll find out if I'm gonna be on the show or not, but at least he made me the character, which is this was got got that sentimental value. Yeah, definitely, it's, man. It's, it's my life, so yeah. Well, you know, um, I tell you what, bro. Like, let's set something up. Um, definitely keep keep us um in the loop with the music when everything's dropping. Um, well, do. And, and you know, and, and y'all can definitely check out the aggression record that he's talking about with Jay Swiss. Uh, we put that up a couple of weeks ago too on the DM, man. So yeah, y'all, yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all definitely check Appreciate that out, that. bro. Hey, man, I'm gonna lock you in, man. Lock me in too, bro. Keep in touch. Will do. All right, bro. All right, fam. Yeah. Peace. What's going on, man? Peace, peace. What's good, bro? <laughs> hey, I'm good, man. So, like, the voice that y'all hearing, I told y'all uh, the homie Shalil was coming in um, to the den today, man. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? I'm doing all types of crazy right now. <laughs> all types of crazy, man. I feel you, man. Yeah. It's been, I, like I was saying um, to the people, man, before you, you came, like you were uh, one of the first artists that really signed on and do the podcast, like way back when. It's been like what, almost. It, it's been over. It's been over like a year and a half. Yeah, like over a year and a half, man. Um, and so we back. We back in, in the building, man. How everything going with you, though? Talk to me, man. What, <laughs> what's what's good? Talk to me. What's really good? Now you got you got man, this platform. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find out what's really good. Not to, not to knock my blessings. You yeah, know, I'm yeah. blessed, but you know, at the beginning of the new year, a lot of times it brings times of transition and yeah. growing pains. True. And I'm currently going through that okay. right now, uh, professionally, um, somewhat personally, and stuff like that. But you know, I'm keep I'm doing my best to keep my spirits up, man. Got you, got you, man. You know that, that's the thing, man. Like it, it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it truly happens, and and it's one of those things where at times it's kind of hard to deal with because you don't. It's kind of like you know stuff gonna happen, but you don't really expect for it to hit you like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know the full situation with what's going on, but I'm just talking about life in general. Like things are can be smooth sailing and then like you just fall off a cliff and like yo where'd that come from you know yeah. what i'm saying so you know i i definitely get it man and i, I can relate because I've, I've been through them you know what i'm saying I've, I've been through them like all my life back and forth stuff has been going on you know what yeah. i mean but um so with, with the music because i haven't i haven't heard any music from you in a while like it's i want to say the last joint at least the last joint that i was aware of um what was it, man? It's the um. Now I'm drawing a blank. I gotta go to my. Gotta go and look. It was the um. Help me out, man. Was it the? We'll be right back with these messages. <laughs> no, we don't. We, we we right here. We right here with it. I'll just give you a hard time. No, no, man. Give me a hard time, man. It's all good. I know it definitely went like no, no, no. This is this is old stuff here. 
I'm looking through here because I know we've posted a lot of stuff from you. You could, if anything, you want to pull up the SoundCloud. The last uh, solo track that I put out, um, it was really a verse. It wasn't even a full track. It's called it? Swingless. Swingless. No, see, I didn't even put that up. I think the last thing that I put up was, um, I think it was like Believe Snippet. Yeah, yeah. You, that, was the last that, was, that was the one I put out before uh, okay. Swingless. So I went too far off, man. I just missed one, man. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't hurt me, man. Don't hurt yeah, me. Yeah, I peeped that. I, I sent the email. No, I was <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, yeah, you know. Um, so I definitely I got I, I got to do some work, you know. Shelly about to about to hem me up at, at the crib right now, nah. telling me about the records. But no, man, you know. <laughs> so besides that, you know what what's been going on with you as far as the music? Like, what are you going through? If you if you don't mind sharing, you know what I mean. Like this is uh, you know, just uh, you know, finding new streams of income to sustain myself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I no longer work for like any corporate entity so it's like now you know i'm in this weird place where you know there are opportunities and i don't want to make it sound like i'm stranded or homeless or anything yeah, like yeah, that yeah. but you know I, there are some opportunities for to get some money but you know putting in it it's the way to format it and put it in or you know writing grants and proposals and other stuff like that stuff yeah. that i'm not necessarily used to so it's yeah. kind of like i'm in, in that space um you know man uh i've been the music's still going i've actually still been recording relatively steadily i've been doing a lot of uh features for other people that it hasn't been released yet so okay. you know as as i know that puts out um as far as like my solo stuff mm-hmm. uh I'm. I am currently working on it. Uh, I really part of the reason I deliberately uh, taking my time to kind of like craft out the sound for it. I'm um, doing all the production on the next solo project myself. Gotcha. gotcha. You know. You know. I just a uh, lot of transition from the last time that I was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, some highs and lows into to now because I know the last time that I ran into you was at A three C. Yeah, at the yeah. um the joint that uh what show what show was it was it the um uh Saha the Saha oh, show yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I'm saying and I know you was like man who are all these people opening up I was like yeah I know a lot of these people he's like man we got we got yeah, a link and yeah. stuff like that um, yeah because you um man and I what's the dude light skinned dude had on like uh, the, the yeah, man I mean like yeah he's talking he he dropped that uh. He redid like "Fuck the Police." Oh, really? Yeah, that that was the song. That was the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, he um, man, just his whole persona, man. Like he came up there, just you know, he was just ready. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I really could appreciate that. Um, I actually got that footage, man. I need to put out, man. I got so much footage doing A three C, man. It's just like having a time. How how'd you feel about A three C this past one? (sighs) Overall, I'm glad you asked that. I'm glad you asked that. I'm gonna be honest, man. I love everything that A3C is about for the city. I I, I love the fact that they're here, and mm. it's a festival for hip hop, and you know, it's so much stuff going on. There are a few things that I w- would want to see different. Mm. The first thing is, as good as it is spreading things out, it makes it difficult to really capture the feeling of the festival mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like yeah. so i would wish that it was like in a 
you know, when it used to be at like, you know, masquerade and all that, like I, I really at that time I wasn't really attending like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I missed out on, on that. But I would like to see it still in the same format as a festival, but in more of a centralized location where right. people can where I can really feel like it's something going on because you know, Atlanta is already, you know, a big enough city to where unless you know about A three C, a lot of people don't know what's going on. You right. know what I mean? Like right. like like how they do the um the um, what is it? The uh, the the um, the Sunday, the last oh, show, yeah, the, the, block, the party. block party. Like block party. I like that because it's like everybody's there. You got people in and off on the stage. Like I, I like the idea of having a main stage, and you know stuff around the main stage. I, I just like yeah. that because it's people are there. You know what I'm saying? But like when you have a show, and there's so many people performing, like you just, it's kind of like you got to pick and choose. You know right. what I'm saying? And right. I did not like the app this year. I did not like the app. Yeah, I, tell, I, I didn't like it either. <laughs> I tell you why. As a, yeah. um, being being like one of the media sponsors on the show, my job is to go out and see as much, get as much content right. as I possibly can. So, me, I'm just, it's just the type of person I am. Like, visually, last year when they had the schedule, where I can actually print that out. I can I can see everything. Like, with the app, you couldn't really see everything. You had to like, oh, Find the artist you and, like. And certain certain times when you would touch the screen, it would get frozen, and yeah. you couldn't really. You have to restart it. Yeah. The, yeah. But um, shout out to them for trying, at least for trying. Oh, I, I mean, I get it. I, I, you know, yeah. I understand using the app because it's kind of like that. Um, I mean, it's moving with technology. You know what I mean? I get it. But I just like I liked it better when I can physically see. Like when they had their schedule up, and I the interactive schedule, I can be like Wednesday. Boom! I got yeah. all all everything that's happening on Wednesday. I can print out Wednesday. I can highlight who I want to go see. That's it. But like with the app, I literally had to like if I like two chains, I got to type in two, two chains, chains and, and see hope. when he performed. And yeah, and see what he performed. I didn't. To me, that didn't work as well for me. And, and you know the with the uh, all due respect with the unorganized ways of the festival. Sometimes artists will be hopping on stage that you like if you wasn't there. Yeah. Damn, oh well. Yeah, you missed yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, you missed out. And, and, I mean, you know, it's. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you. I, I'll speak from the perspective of artists that, and mainly not this year, but like last year. Mm-hmm. The biggest complaint that I got from artists was that these shows weren't really promoted. So, like, when they would have, it's a like, lot of them. You know, of them and like that's that. the thing. It's it's just so many shows, and it's kind of hard to. Say, for example, if you're like you own the bill with in 2013, there was a show like Too Short, Problem, all of them had a show, right? Right. So, if you own the bill with Too Short and Problem, the bad thing is if you know what time they're going on at 12, which is the reason why they probably went to the app this year where they didn't tell you what time people perform. So, mm-hmm. I understood that. But, like, if you know that Too Short going on at 12, I'm not coming here at seven o'clock to see, you know, a, a new artist perform. You know what I mean? And that's the problem. Like, so you would have artists that was performing at 7, 15, and 8 o'clock, three people in the crowd. And it's kind of like, what, you know. I would say with the, well, there's a couple of things. I would say with the exception of the block party, um, when I did get there, most of the shows started like an hour late. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Overall, this probably was my least year that I was like, the year that I was least engaged mm. with the festival, part of it because I was sick when I was supposed to uh, originally start going. Okay, but like it's kind of weird because it's like 
I have a outside perspective, but then I don't because I'm an artist. But then knowing a lot of people who are on these bills, you know, personally uh, performing and just seeing kind of the red tape that they have to like go through, as well as like you know specifically, uh, I feel like Atlanta uh, as a city we kind of spoiled because mm-hmm. a lot of the headliner acts are from here, whether they're the quote unquote mainstream or you know they're the emerging. Artists that you hear about via Tumblr, Complex, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fader. So, you know, a lot of it's like, it's a, it's still very much a, a city where it's like, it's clickish. So, if I'm not in tune necessarily with the, like, with like the artists who helped originally mm-hmm. participate in A3C 10 years ago, then, you know, if I'm not in, engaged with that crowd, you know, and this is typically the same crowd that you'll see, like, at Apache or other yeah. places like that, then I won't know. But if I'm not engaged with what's been called, like, the scene, like, the scene kids or the cool kids, so, like, your news group, or, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or a lot of them from the east side, too, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. The, I got you. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like if you don't know, well, well, a lot of times, those are the artists who are headlining a lot of the bills, but, mm-hmm. like, if you're not engaged with that, they're not necessarily going to tell you about, you know, no, that's real, that energy, you know what I'm you saying? Know, and, and I've heard, I've heard that, that perspective also from, from different artists. It, it's kind of like that thing, man, where it's, you know, what do you do, though? You know what I mean? It's like, and, and I guess from their perspective, man, this has been, we've been doing something right. We've been here for 10 years. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, pay homage but yet we're trailblazing is like yeah versus like which is relevant i think it's all relevant you know yeah what I'm yeah i think so. i mean i truly think that they would probably look at this year and notice that okay some things need to be different now one thing that i did this year that i didn't do in 2013 uh that i appreciated more was just going out to the different like the conferences and stuff like that that were in the um sae mm-hmm. um institute like that stuff was pretty dope like that was some hands-on you know, really can communicate with people, and I and I, I hung around the hotel a little bit more, and that was like the the true networking center as opposed to being out because like I like being out and because me I want to see people perform right? right that's what I really want to see, but you know when people perform and they ain't trying to you know network I mean, with your yeah, ass not like, <laughs> and, and I can respect it but it's like right. you're trying to perform so as a media outlet it's kind of hard to. I can't go after interviews after a performance like that. It's like, dude, you, and I, I get it because you're trying to get your mind right for for a show. So it's like, you know, I think next year I will have to do a better job of maybe having somebody hit up all those shows, even though I want to be there and I yeah. just stay in and do You do interviews. your ball shit. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and it's like, because I'm a fan at the end of the day. You right. know what I'm saying? But it, it kills you as a fan. Because you got to do other stuff, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you got to pick which one you want. Do you want to be a fan and check these artists out, or do you want to just handle, like, the interviews and stuff? And what what I'm noticing, too, and, um, you know, not to harp too much on that festival, because there's a lot of festivals like that, I'm I'm sure. But one thing I'm noticing, too, that's kind of, like, a deterrent for me is, like, I'm noticing a lot of the people who are attending this festival aren't intending necessarily to appreciate the culture and watch the shows they yeah. here to like push off their mixtape or or we in atlanta so we trying yeah. to get out here popping you know what i'm saying and Absolutely. i can i can notice the shift you know what yeah. i'm saying versus other years where it's been more off the like i actually fuck with these artists so therefore that's why i'm out here you, uh, um that 
That's so real what you just said, bro, because, like, I talked to a couple of artists who, you know, I asked them, I was like, oh, yo, you performing? Like, no, man, we out here networking. And, you know, and, and really, it's the best thing to do to network because all of these artists are in one place. Why not network? It's just, you know, you got to make sure you got the right mind frame for networking. Like, it was so many people I saw that had mixtapes on the ground. And it's like, dude, that's not the way. You can't come there. If I don't know you and I walk up to you and be like, yo, I'm Jay Good, straight out the den, check out my mixtape. And I walk off nine times out of ten. That Me personally, sense. I won't even take it yeah. because I don't want to. The, the the thing is, like, and I think we as artists need to understand like the importance of like our time spent in crafting stuff and investments. Like mm-hmm. when you print out tapes, that costs money. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So at least if you're gonna hand it out for free in a promotional sense. Connect with people that you feel will actually take the time out to listen. So, because I feel, I feel like that's disrespectful for me to actually take somebody's CD, uh, especially if I don't know you. Because nine times out of ten, I'm not going to listen to your CD. Yeah, you know especially nowadays with technology, like you ain't really listening to CDs anyway. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I agree, man. I agree one hundred percent. My thing was like, and I and I hate. Having a site, there's a, a, a love-hate, you know, it's a gift and a curse. Because mm-hmm. especially if I'm out there with this with this hoodie on or whatnot, the first thing people say is like, oh, yeah, I've, I, you know, you look your, your site look familiar. Let me give you a CD. You haven't even engaged me. You haven't even right. like, tried to build any kind of rapport with me or anything. It's just, let me give you a CD. And it's like, dude, I was telling people, I was like, man, real talk, bro, I've rarely listened to CDs. Your best bet to email me the music. Right. Because if you give me this CD, it's just like you just said. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm like, man, I, 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 the first year, 2013, I was just so happy to be, you know, I, I was fresh in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as a media outlet. So, yeah, I was taking music. I still didn't listen to a lot of that stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, I, was, I told people, like, yo, here's my card. Email me. And it's like, if you don't want to, if you can't take the time to email me your music, don't, just like you said, don't give me product that I'm not going to listen to. That's a waste of your money. If it's, if it's costing you X amount of dollars to print up 5,000 CDs to take to Atlanta, why are you going to throw away 4,000 of them with people that don't want to hear it? It's pointless. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. target the right people. Don't just think, like, putting out 5,000 CDs is going to mean some type of comeback. Like, that's that don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Hit it to people. I'd rather focus on 300 people that really rock with me than to hit up 10,000 of them and guess that somebody, you know. It, it's it like shooting in the dark. Exactly. It, it doesn't make sense, man. And, and, you know, that really brings me to, like, something I wanted to talk to you about, man. It's just, like, as an artist right now, right, a lot of people are starting to understand the independent grind and, and that wave of being an independent artist. Yeah. But at the same time, a lot of artists that, that are independent think independent. You know what right. I'm saying? And right. it's like, I, I love being independent. I'm an independent. I, I love it. I love the independence of, of being able you know, freely move and do what I want to do and don't have to answer to anybody. However, I got the mindset of a major. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing things to appeal to a major audience. And I think a lot of artists right now, they, they, they love saying, oh, I'm independent. But you think you're independent too. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's corporations out here that will pay you right for your work they will they'll pay you for your work but if you're thinking like oh man i'm just gonna do this you know it's like i'm just gonna be independent this is my thing being independent it's like dude what you wasting your time you know you might as well go and get a job you know what i'm saying like yeah. i don't know that's the thing so i, I want to know your take on it man like that that whole independent and, and major conversation like what's your take on on 
being an independent artist and, and what steps do you think you really should be taking? Well, personally for me is it's an evolution, it's a revolution what it means to be an independent artist. Um explain that for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? So evolving over time knowing that, you know, when I initially came and started doing music with like subconscious or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, I had a different mindset. Not completely different from the one I was now, but you know, I figured I leak these tapes out on the internet. The internet gonna go ham. It's gonna go crazy, and from there, I'm gonna get hella sponsorships and yeah. all these blogs <laughs> and magazines. They're gonna love me. And you know what I'm saying? That. Now coming up like two and a half, three years later from like when we initially crafted it, I see there's a lot more to that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The if you trying to just bet all your coins on the internet, you gonna lose is very seldom it's like that it takes at the end of the day you can't avoid the people-to-people interaction yeah. and even with engaging with the internet there's a lot of different niche uh groups of people on the internet mm-hmm. to talk to you know whether it's strictly the what we call the gatekeepers yeah. to different even different subgroups of people who you think may like or engage in music because a lot of times when i send um and that's another thing too you know uh, you're, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with this, but like, for the time being, uh, I've been the one crafting my own press releases. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. When I, I send stuff out, no, I, I see it. Right, I see the emails. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's up, though. That's but, what it's supposed to be. Like, handle your business, man. At the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do. You can't wait on somebody else to do it for you. You know what I mean? I get you. I, I, I and being open to send that stuff out to. Not just music sites. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's other people that appreciate the arts, appreciate the music that is not directly tied to the music. And uh, within these, I would say within the past six months with the work that I've been doing, like as far as like community building and organizing, mm-hmm. there's another sector of people who do support, you know, freedom of expression mm-hmm. that, you know, some some people within that sector have deep pockets. You know what I'm saying? You got and I'm just saying that one for example, but like you have to like expound out just of what's in your iPod and what your mm-hmm. what your friends tell you in school. Oh, this is how we gotta get on because like I said, a lot of them, a lot of people like, for example, you know, people feel like I'm a I'll pick I'll say like, you know, OG Mako and Father, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They yeah, just seem the like new. they just seem like they popped out of the blue yeah. or without within like the past few months. When taking into consideration, like with Father, you know, that's awful record. So I think about uh, Keith Charles Spaceball. Yeah, yeah. And like his pro- his first, they first project, you know, that was like in 2011. Yeah, it'd been yeah. around for a while. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Same thing with Mako. he been dropping, you know, really when he came out, you know, from the stuff that I have listened to. I'm not like listening to his whole catalog, but like his earliest stuff is more quote unquote lyrical. You know what I'm saying? Dude. And like he had to drop the tape with Key. That was more basic, and then, yeah. then he blew. Then, but it's like he put in some time, and then it's like I noticed too, and this kind of not to go off too much, you know. Uh, I noticed that he put out a release for um, the Breathe EP, which yeah. is like to address everything with the Black Lives Matter movement. That's going what on. I heard. That's when I was like, and, oh, he can rap. And it's not that he just can rap. You know, you could tell with the intellect and the the knowledge that he was speaking on. This is something that he's been engaged with for a long yeah. time. But then you notice the plays compared to bitch, you guessed it. Mm-hmm. It's the thousands compared to the millions. Yeah. So it's kind of right. like, really, what part of the the niche market weren't turned on by him talking some real shit versus some. 
Man. That, that be- you know what I'm saying? That goes back to that whole indie grind. You know what I'm saying? He's been able to revolutionize, mm-hmm. in a sense, his brand. But what did he have to trade off in order to do that? It, you know it's, um, you know, I, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, man, that, that's in this industry. And, and he said something to me that really, you know, spoke volumes. It was like, man, he's just been in meetings where, you know, you the decision makers are, you know, are saying like, that's too smart. Exactly. No, that's how people talk. <laughs> it's like, that's how people it's like, talk. It's like, that's too smart. Like, you got to dumb that down a little bit. Like, we're not putting money behind that. And it's like, it's eye-opening. You know what I mean? To be like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's really like that. Like, when it comes to 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 breaking down that, that wall of that machine, like, to get in there, that's the stuff that comes with that territory. And it was really the danger of it. Is I feel it's a danger because it's not. They're not saying dumb it down because people can are too stupid to comprehend your mm-hmm. messages that you're saying. But a lot of times, especially if we once we start taking back control of this culture of our music, which was originally political and thought in mm-hmm. the first place, and we start speaking what the fuck really going on, then you start awakening people. Just like people are becoming awake now. They feel like, you know what I'm saying, all these shootings and stuff like that is new. Nah, this always been going it's been on. Going it's on. just tech. It's just technology yeah. is catching up to it. <laughs> That's all. So now it's like, okay, these artists are taking a stance. You know what I'm saying? These 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 actors and actresses are taking a stance and they're being threatened by their companies. You yeah. saw what they did to Kevin Hart. He tried to speak up for himself and they was like, little nigga, shut up. Like, we taking you off no, the, I didn't, the media I didn't run. What, what happened? I didn't know what so, happened. So, you know, um, the whole leaks with the Sony emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. they were talking derogatory about a lot of just black people yeah, in yeah, Hollywood. Yeah. Specifically with Kevin Hart they referred to him as a whore because he felt like he should be compensated for tweeting extra stuff for Sony on his Twitter that weren't necessarily related to his projects, to his right? Projects. Okay. So they so you know, of course that came out and at first he was he took a stance like, you know, it doesn't matter what who dictates what about me, you know what I'm saying? I know who I am, I know my mm-hmm. brand and nobody's going to like question that. Even though that wasn't directly like, you know, I run my own shit. It was enough to where, you know, it was released, like, within that same week or two that, you know, they basically pulled them off all the media runs for the, that, that, what's, that top, new movie? Top five. Not, no, 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 the new, the Wedding um, Ringer. The, the Wedding, wedding Ringer. ringer. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? If you notice, since then, he hasn't been doing any press junkets, anything, talk shows, anything talking about that. Mm. They basically put a muzzle on him. And then when he got interviewed again, he was doing like a toy drive, I want to say with Kevin Durant or somebody like that. And they asked him about it again. He was like, oh, you know, I I, I don't talk about that. You know, it's out of my hands. I'm just mm. moving forward. So it's just like, you know, when people are starting to become everything, and it's so coincidental all this is happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So it's like they want you to shut up. You know what I'm saying? You got the big machine. That's That's – a luxury of being independent mm-hmm. when you don't have to deal with that is that you don't have to worry about censoring yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. I, you know, two things. So one thing you said was like the technology just catching up, which is, is that's probably one of the really statements that I've heard in a while. It's just like all of this stuff has been happening. It's just now we have the technology to see it instantly. You right. know what I'm saying? Like it, people been, people been cheating People been lying, people been stealing, but now the technology can actually catch that and instantly it's in a million people face. Like, you know, it used to be a time where stuff would happen and the only way you would find out is from a source. 
You remember that was like, oh, a source. But it's like, no, you don't need a source. Now it's like the 20 people that's around you, they're the source. And right. it's like they put it up on their Instagram, their, their um, Twitter, anything, social media. And now the world knows about it. A big site picks it up. CNN picks it up. It's all over the world. And they looking late and outdated. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're looking late and outdated. But but here's something, and I'm, this is just coming off the top of the head, but it's just like, you know, these companies will pick up your content and they sell it as their own content. And before you can even realize what's going on, right? the news cycle has changed to something else. Right. But they've already made the money off of it. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like people don't people don't see that. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the problematic part. You know, it's a, such a convenience that, you know, you have – these major, and we all know what the major social media forms are mm-hmm. on our, you know, our computers and on our phones. But it's like we don't own no stake in those people who put that in there. So you know, yeah, you you got like twenty thousand reposts of your post, mm-hmm. or you know, you got you got a hundred thousand likes on that. But how did that even traffic back into you? The only thing you got out of that is maybe a few more followers. That's it. And you know, it, and you ain't get, there, and there was no dollars behind that going even to you mm-hmm. or back to our community about sharing our story. Because this is the thing, whether through music, whether through now social media, whether through, you know what I'm saying, movies, entertainment, sports. Us as a people, we always have the most compelling, the, the most mm-hmm. real story I when agree. it comes to explaining our plight. You know what I'm saying? But we're rarely the ones to capitalize off that in a financial manner to where we can invest that back into our community and absolutely. really absolutely you know what I'm saying materialize that. That that's man, that's so real, dude. Like this is the stuff that we talk about. You know what I mean? And it's like I'm I'm so thankful to have a platform to where I'm just not I try my best not to just do the fluff. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, you here, let's talk about something. You know what I mean? Like this is this is the real stuff that's affecting us. Like today, tomorrow, ten years from now, ten years ago, like we still deal with the same stuff. And it's like, man, People don't, we get so mad. It's frustrating at times too, though, because like the general public, like the the bulk of us, our community, we eat this type of fly and flashy stuff up. You know what I'm saying? Like that, the artists and, and stuff that put out, like you got, you got people right now, man, in the hood. They got, they got the latest pair of J's on They wife or, or they girl got the latest pair of J's on and they three kids got the latest pair of J's on and they sitting in the apartment struggling to pay rent and what and you spent all this money and you spent all that time in line to get those shoes but like what does that speak to like how much money is for your child's college fund you know what i'm saying how much money is it going towards you know not for just your kids but your kids kids and their kids 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 you know what i'm saying that is is really about appropriation and like also understanding where our values and priorities are at because other communities you know obviously they got to they got a foothold, you know what I'm saying, ahead of us because, like, they investing for dynasties for the communities to last mm-hmm. next century. We just trying to think about how we getting check to check, check next to check. month. It's so crazy, man. It's like people don't want to talk about, you know, the decisions that we make are a direct, you know, reflection of, the, the, you know, where we're at right now. Like, we don't want to talk about it. Like, it's almost like we're afraid to talk about it. Like, you don't – and it's not even pointing the fingers, man, but, like – I just get tired of seeing it, and, and you see it so often to the point where we just learn to accept it. You know what I mean? Like, you, I, I see people that's everybody, even here, I, I live in an apartment complex. Right. You go outside, you got Benzes, BMWs, but don't, you, 
but you don't own the land. You don't own the land, but you drive it. And it's like, right. man, I don't, I, I've never been, don't get me wrong. I always wanted to have a nice car. I'll, you know, I always wanted, because I've always had like crappy cars, you know what I'm saying? And, and like my car get me to point A to point B. I've been on the Marta for a long time, so I know how I know how all of that feels, you know what I'm right. saying? But it's it's like that thing where we get so caught up in how we look and we forget about actually doing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, cause it's weird, dude. Because at the end of the day, I mean... There's nothing wrong with wanting to have nice things or yeah, to have nice things, that. but yeah. get, that's not that that shouldn't be the end goal. That should be like a, that's what comes along with the journey. That shouldn't be the destination of exactly. the journey. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know you you have to be careful with that because like you, you're right when you say that a lot of people miss the message because they think that you point fingers. Man, I, my thing is like when I I got married in 2012, and my wife and I we was like we just want to get out of debt. That's all we want to do. We want to leave this situation to where at the <laughs> end of the day, you know what I'm saying? At the right. end of the day, like, we don't owe nobody nothing. And that's like, man, people don't understand the freedom that comes with being debt-free. Like, when you really want to do something, become debt-free, and you'll be able to do a whole lot. Like, when you don't owe anybody nothing, like, all these cars, all these whips, all these chains, all these, like, even mortgages. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I tell people, like, bro, like, do you own it? It was like, yeah, I own my house. I own this. I was like, all right, stop making a payment. Stop making a payment. Stop making a payment on your car. Stop making a payment on your house. And see how long you own it. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like you don't own it until it's free and clear, until right. you're able to physically go out and do whatever you want to and don't have to answer to nobody else. Right. Like you can't sell that house unless you have an agreement to sell that house. Like you don't even own the, the title to your car. You can't. How is it your car? It's not your car until you finish paying it off. Right. Once you finish paying off a car, whoever you got that car loan from, they will mail you that that title. Until you can do that, you can't do nothing with that car. Can't do net, this deed. You can't do nothing with the deed on the house until it's finished paid for. But people don't, you know, people get caught up in in fake ownership. You know what I'm saying? It's like ownership is free and clear. I don't owe nobody nothing. Right. I answer to myself when I want to make a decision. I consult with my wife when I want to make a decision. I consult with my, you know, my girlfriend or whoever, you, you know, you with right. to make a decision. That's when you got true ownership. Uh, outside of that, man, like, this stuff, man, the stuff that we, we so-called care about is just, it's, it's crazy, dude. Like, so many people live for the turn up and... I don't know, man. Right. And our neighborhoods getting turned out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just uh, <laughs> real. That's real. For real, like they they starting to um. I the neighborhood I stay right by now is Ashview Heights, so mm-hmm. it's uh most people consider that part of the West End because uh, it's right there, uh, Clark and yeah, Morehouse right, right, are right there, and you already can see that they starting the beginning stages of gentrification in mm-hmm. that area, and you know the West Side is probably like the last frontier that yeah. hasn't been gentrified yet. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, we talk about, you know, black ownership and and we we have to stop being afraid to, to emphasize on the word black or African mm-hmm. root because it's kind of like it's seen as a bad thing or we excluding out, but we're the ones always excluded out. Yeah. But it's just like not, not just ownership of our, you know, because – for example, I work with different groups, and uh, we've, over the past couple of months, been compiling and reviewing over a list, uh, a directory of black-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it goes deeper than that, because it's like, okay, I own these shops, but, like, who's manufacturing 
You know what I'm saying? I'm not the manufacturer. I still got to outsource from manufacturing. Exactly. When it comes to distribution, uh, where's my distribution channel that I know guaranteed when, when I spend with this distributor that mm-hmm. some of that money, you know what I'm saying? Like, with most other group, uh, ethnic groups or nationalities, like, the dollar touched their hand like a good couple of times yep. before it goes out to anywhere else yep. with the exception of us. So this is kind of like really expounding on the idea of like when we talking about ownership, what that's true, over true time, ownership. over over time, what is that really going to take in for us to really feel and gain some sense of power? You know, I think speaking speaking directly on what you're saying, man, I think it, it takes a couple of things. First off, it, it takes... Our kids want to be more than rappers and producers. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Hell yeah! Like, like that, like that's real. And, and I know it sounds kind of hypocritical because, like, we're both in like entertainment. You know what I mean? But still, dude, like I'll this be, is a I'll be, I'll be like one of the first ones to be like, man, we need more scientists. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like uh, a few a few weeks ago, I was with my dude, uh, Negative Zero, mm-hmm. Marie Flo. Uh, shout out Cardinal Crowd Control. Um, you know what I'm saying? We all we all artists, you know what I'm saying? But uh Zero specifically, he also has a teaching background. So mm-hmm. like we end up doing like these workshops for what's called the STEM Fest. It was yeah. hosted by uh Science George- Technology yeah. Engineering. Yeah, it was hosted by Georgia Tech and it was such it's such a beautiful thing because these are like young black scholars like from elementary to high school who are engaged and wanting to uh, develop and really, you know, saying transform science and technology, and mm. just that was so reassuring because it's like, you know, if if it really moves, because my thing about arts and sports, if that really what moves you, I'm not gonna be the one to tell yeah. you don't do it because obviously we're here, right? Exactly. But it's like a lot of people just do it because they feel like, oh, that's the cool thing to do, or that's what's quote unquote the black. And, and what's going to get do. me paid. And if they really knew. And give me cred. And then from there, that goes into a whole bunch of other problems. So, like, yeah, all, all the engineers, all the scientists, all the people who we need that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We definitely need to promote that more. Put, put it like this. What we love to do, this artistry, we wouldn't be able to do without technology. scientists and technology. <laughs> you feel me? Like, yeah. like we didn't have somebody to... to, to make that microphone or make the laptop or, you know, make Pro Tools, that software, like, we wouldn't be able to do what we want to do. And that goes back to, like, being at, like, at the front end of ownership. You know what I'm saying? Like, those people that own those patents and all that, like, they got the creative control to be like, oh, yeah, let's take that off the market. Like, they could do that. And we'll be like, you know, I I, I saw something or, or heard it where – um, and I can't remember it, and I'm probably going to screw it up, but the gist of it was like since the iPhone came out, mm-hmm. cell phone technology, what people do, the thing they do now is some one person come up with a genius idea, mm-hmm. and everybody else just replicate that genius idea. Like the iPhone was genius. Everybody else did something similar, similar. to it. Right. But there's nobody who's trying to do iPhone technology. Mm-hmm. Like, like, the new. You know, like the new. Like the yeah. new. Like, you know, something else, like there's none of that. Everybody takes an idea and figure out how can I, I make that idea great and cheaper. And, I, and somebody that was I, I, I wish I can get a credit to who, who said it or where I heard it at. But I thought about that. I was like, man, that's so real. Like every idea is just replicated, even in music and in, in, in everything. Like we don't think of something new to do. We just think of doing something old, new, newer 
and cheaper. That's all we do. Like everything, it's the same thing over and over. It's a cycle. So it's you know that we gotta have like man. I, I pray that you know if I'm blessed to have kids that they want to do something other than music. I don't want this for them at all. Like yeah. it's a journey that you gotta have a true Almost, passion. Yeah, for. it's only for a few, and we yeah. we, do, we still need you know what I'm saying. Definitely more teachers, lawyers. Man, we need all them, that, man. All that going on, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a be- it's a beautiful thing. It's like we have to keep in perspective too, like going into like now in this age of science and technology and really like putting a a feeling of control over that. That's not something foreign. Cause when we look mm-hmm. back, when we stop just looking at our history from when we arrived on the slave ships and we mm-hmm. look back, you know, we, 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 a lot of times we're the original mathematicians. We're the of original scientists. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of the stuff that is going on now. Yeah, original you know. people, man. You got right. It. It, 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 that, that's so real though, man. It's like, we, we, we did a lot of things first and people just, they, they made it new and put their name on it and we were forgot about. You know and I, mean? and I, w- I would also say too, you know, it's also, it's a, it's a balancing line when I say stuff like that, because you know, we can't be like, you know, we're the original gods and earths and oh, we're yeah, yeah. we're the original kings and queens and blah, blah, blah. But it's like if if we're not carrying ourselves in a way despite like the oppression that we dealing with, we mm-hmm. don't carry ourselves in a way that honor our, you know what I'm saying, our heritage from back when. That's really a bunch of empty rhetoric. You know true. what I'm saying? That's if true. we're not striving, you know, to be kings and queens of our families, of our communities and really like build this build this up into something, you know what I'm saying, powerful, then it's like you could save all that talk. Oh, we were That's first. True. We were first, but hey. What you doing <laughs> now? What 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 <laughs> we doing now? What what does that say for us that we were first and we dealing with yeah, all this bullshit that yeah. we dealing with? That's that that and, and that's that's exactly where it is, man. It's like yeah, cuz I I try not to get caught up in that too, man. Like me, I I just keep stuff simple. Right. Like a lot of stuff, man, like we confuse ourselves with with so much stuff and, and we we just a lot of stuff can be handled better if we just simplify things. Like, if you want to be a better person, be a better person. You right. know what I mean? It, there's a lot of things that you can do to help you along the way, but there's it, there's that common sense stuff, man, that's just like, you know you're not supposed to kill nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know you don't supposed to. Like, you don't need anything to tell you that. You know that, you know, you know that getting over on somebody for money is not what's up. Like, you know, that's not a right thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we just, we choose to do, we choose to do our dirt. You know what I mean? And it's, some stuff is so simple, man. It's just like, help people out. Like, that's all you got to do. Just help people. Right. Like, I I I mean, we we all need work, man. You know what I mean? From every capacity of people, like, not just black people, you know, white people need help. Like, you know, it's so (laughs) many people need need help. Um, (laughs) You know, it's just a matter of. It's a matter of just doing, man. Like, a lot of people like to talk about stuff, but don't ever put it into action. You know what I mean? Or, well, I notice, especially, like, and I guess to put it out there, within the past few months, I've been, like, I'm, I've been working directly um, with, like, community um, building within mm-hmm. the movement. So, like, I've been working with Gen Y Project. I've been working with Hashtag is Bigger Than You and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But what I'm to speak on what you said is like I notice a lot of times when we're doing this work and we're trying to heal with people and stuff, you get a lot of criticism. This is people within our own community saying, well, that hasn't been working. Mm -hmm. And so, and you think you know so much, but it's like, okay, 
it's nothing to point out a problem. Help me. Is it? Right. It's nothing to point out. Like your hair fucked up. I could say all day, man. Yeah. Your hair look fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you have? Do you? Do you know a barber? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can <laughs> yeah. you? Can you help money out? Like yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's too many people pointing out the problems, not mm-hmm. enough people even attempting to come up with solutions. Because at the end of the day, I don't have all the answers. You don't have the answers. We on our sway shit, right? Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, None yeah. of us really have yeah. all the answers. We don't have them. We don't but have them. I might have some answers that you may not have, and you may have some answers I don't have. Let's work let's, together. Let's work together to try to build because all this nagging, complaining, and not putting, you know what I'm saying, our money where our mouth is and our actions where our mouth is 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 really it's all bullshit at the end of the yeah. day. No, no, that's real, man. Um, I actually, man, I got to get ready to wrap up, man. I got a, um, a session coming up here shortly. Word. But um, what I want to do, I don't know if we had a chance to do this last time. I can't remember. Um, did we do vinyl conversation when you was here? I don't think we did. I don't think nah. I was doing it at the I time. Think, I think, nah, you wasn't, like, the closest. You was asking me some of the samples I used for my, my last project. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So I, I want to bring you in on, on, on something new that we do. It's vinyl conversations. Um Word. You see the vinyl here, uh, and I'll explain the rules to you. It's, it's very simple. I want you to randomly select three vinyls. That's it. Um, and you can see we got we got three crates here, but you can pick from one of these, and then we can go go into the forty five selection. Okay, um, pick one of those at random. Okay, you know. Yeah, grab a 45, anything at random. All right, cool. So he got three records right now. What I want you to do now is just uh, first off, let us know what three records you have. And um, while you're giving us the three records, just give me a little story, whatever comes to mind off the records that you see, man. It can be anything, you know, from the artwork to what it reminds you of, anything. I just need something about those records. All right, so the first record, this is the 45 I actually picked up. Okay. Uh, it's Mick Jagger's Just Another Night. Okay. Um, just looking at the at the artwork, uh, is Mick Jagger in bed, and, you know, he has a lady friend. She, she lacing up, but she got a robe on, so, you know, they probably was just finished doing what they was doing between the sheets. He probably asked her to buy a pack of cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, looking, he looking through the newspaper while Wheel of Fortune is on, so he... He looking like, you know, he should have had a job probably like about six weeks ago. <laughs> and she probably got it on his ass and like, yo, I'm going to get these cigarettes, but you need to pick out some shit from the one ass before I kick your ass out oh, the apartment. Man. You know that's what I'm classic. saying? So that's that's pretty much why I peep with this. Yeah. Uh, the second one, this vinyl, oh man, got, you know, the Shaft soundtrack, Isaac Hayes, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Shaft, he got he got the revolver in his hand on the rope, you know, Richard Roundtree, everything. He's just looking like, man, it's time to kick shit in action. <laughs> uh, Isaac Hayes, he's looking like in a silhouette in a separate frame. Like, nigga, don't shoot my house because it's about to go down for real. Like, I created the soundtrack. Not too much, you know what I'm saying? Like, the block letters, you know, Shaft pumping out and just like, you know. Shout out to the revolution. That's what I think. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of people inspired on Shaft. This last one right here is uh, Johnny yeah, Mathis. Mathis. Yeah, yeah. I have only eyes for who, uh, for you. Uh, it's really just him with like 
this real permed out fro. <laughs> Clean. But though, his man. eyes look really intense. Yeah. And he looked like he got lip gloss on. <laughs> uh, uh, I actually recently, I don't know how I found this out, what came up, but it's like, I ended up finding out that he's actually a part of the LGBT community. Didn't know that. So him looking at me so intensely saying, I only have eyes for you, doesn't make me feel that comfortable. So I'm going to put it down. But my auntie really likes a lot of his music. You know, she old school, yeah. so like, hey, more power to y'all, hey, man. I feel you, man. <laughs> All right, so check this out, right? What we do now is uh, you can you can select any one of those, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw it on the record player. You can give us some bars, man. It could be freestyle or written. I just want to hear something from you. Yeah, I, I knew that was gonna be. A <laughs> it's obvious, the easiest. Right? It's the easiest one. So if you can't guess what he picked out of all three of those, it is the Shaft um, soundtrack. <laughs> I mean, and and it's it's classic. It's classic. So I tell you what, this is two albums, right? Mm-hmm. I know what's on this. Yeah, there's some heat on here. I know. It's definitely some heat on here. So you tell me what you want. Album one or two? Uh, give me album number two. Album number two, it is. So, people, this one here, and this is actually a. a a rough copy. I got one that's cleaner. I got two copies of the Chef soundtrack. I'm gonna throw the Chef on, man. I'm trying to figure out which one of these I want to play for you, cause it's um, it's some heat on here, man. And so much heat that pretty much just about bits and pieces of uh, of this project has been sampled all over through hip hop and R and B that you probably don't know. Yep, yep, and. Uh, I'm just gonna plug another thing that I do on, on uh, Instagram on, on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Tune in to my IG at Straight Out the Den um, for name who sampled. That's why we play records, and you guys guess who sampled the record. Um, it's, it's fun, man. You know, it's it's fun and educational. I love pulling out records where people think that their favorite artist had this original idea, and it was a sample from, you know, Isley Brothers, 1978 or something like that. So, you know, we have fun with that. Mm. But we're going to put this on, bro. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm just going to play the first record, man. You just go with it. Just have fun with it, bro. You you know, I know Uh, you you like to rap anyway, so it ain't no – I don't have to give you the spill that I have to give some (laughs) rapper. so I'm just going to put the record on. Okay. Year. What's going on? What's going on, Atlanta? This be going real fast, so I ain't trying to rap fast. I'm gonna go slow with it. Keep me barred up like a prison cell. But we make it out this hell, it's kind of hard to tell. As I excel on a microphone, spitting monotone, they like a hypertone. I like to get hype with the revolution. Say we own, build our own institutions. Yeah, gravitation's on. I lift the sky. They tryna pull me back down to the ground, and I'm saying why? I stay fly, so fly. Shout out to winning team. Jay Good did his thing on production. That shit was clean. <laughs> they say, damn, the words you say is obscene. The words out your mouth. How you rapping with the up north bars, but you say you from the south. I ain't gotta explain my damn self. I ain't gotta need no fucking help. I don't do this for my health. I don't do this for the wealth. I just do it for knowledge itself. I just do it for the children building and my women who won't be out here holding us down with the crew, the community. You can get it with the 
around If this beat was slowed down I'd probably roll a J to it But I'm saying sober minded Okay, okay, stay music K cruising Where the drinks Need a mink Shout out Peter I ain't got beef with you either <laughs> I don't know I'm bullshitting all this shit The cypher complete You know I keep the ID dies All day I dream about success Yes, never stress And after that bring on the sex Bring on the sex Bring on the set Bring on the team Bring the regime Bring it clean Know what I mean This shit was on shaft Cause this shit don't make me wanna murder This shit kinda make me wanna laugh Like damn <laughs> This shit is all mad cheery. It, 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 I tell you what, upbeat as hell. Hey, we go, we go. Um, I didn't. I'm gonna put on something else though. Yeah, I'm gonna put on something else. Hey, you, you still kill that though. Like, don't get that twisted. It. Don't get that twisted. You, you went, I was like, oh, I didn't know they had good times during shop. God damn. This was um, I guess everything was happy. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to this uh something off album one though, cause this shop. There's some stuff on here, man. There's some stuff on here. some stuff on here that make you like from a producer's standpoint. I know and you produce too, so I know you 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 um you know where I'm coming from on this. Sometimes there's some stuff that be on albums to where it's like it sounds so good you don't want to touch it. You know what I mean? Oh, it's kinda yeah. like all the time. I don't wanna mess with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm just gonna leave that yeah. alone, man. Like I don't I don't wanna mess with that. It's I know it's dope, but I don't want to mess with it. So, I'm I'm gonna put something else on off the Shaft soundtrack. And I'm gonna let you rock to that. Mm-hmm. We gonna we gonna we gonna see how it go. I, I think he did all right with that too. But I, I'm getting kind of greedy. And <laughs> want to, want to <laughs> <little bit more. laughs> yeah. Baseline to survival like the beat drum The RPM's coming for our survival This the revival This is something quite homicidal Meanings aimed at you and your little crew What you going into? The revolution's through The execution's smooth And your girl's cute I will leave you absolute Excuse me, I mean obsolete I'm around, time with beats, time with rhymes spinning, time with line, then it, it's kind of dimming, you know, times with fine women, fine wine, chill, I'm on design, and we all just chilling, yeah, it's something on the horizon, I feel like I'm coming out the ashes, this is a phoenix arising, this is beats and surprising, I'ma beat out that drug case coming off the back. Coming off the track And when I say case I mean the monkey on my back You know these hair wrong fiends Aren't walking It's a rap We walking around in a rap They call that the trap Why is it a trap? Cause you can't get up out of that And that's a rap You know The police come <laughs> The prosecutors shooting for you For that one to three And then it's over son The judge had down the gavel Then you headed down Satan As your life unravel I'ma need the Bible to unravel some scrolls So I can, oh, liberate my mind, my body, and soul You already know how a cold it 
speed The OGs were posted on the block But it was a token from the knowledge of the self that spoke from rocks They were selling them rocks And we were sipping on the Miller High Life Ellipsin' Clipsin's on that high life we living And we dreaming for the cream Cash rule everything around me But them jewels rule everything around you Till we come with them jewels coming through with the crews, my check one and twos. I wanna learn for the function and some lungs to smoke the soup. Like, ooh. <laughs> what the fuck was he saying with that dude? I don't know. Hey, that's off it, the man. top. That's off the top. That's off the top. <laughs> Who you know spit off the top like it's a real record though? Me, myself, and I. There we go. We're going to go with that. <laughs> hey, I feel you, bro. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming through, man. Like, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I, I say it at the top of the podcast, man, but, like, I just want to give an extra shout-out to you. It's like, I put up a tweet, and then I put something on Facebook. It was like, yo, I need to record a podcast today. Who trying to who trying to get on the podcast? And it was like, almost instantly, Shalil hit me up and was like, yo, What's up? What's like, up? Like, I ain't been up? here in a while. Yeah, I was like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, yo, can you? I got a session at three. Can you get here like before then? It was like, bro, I'd be here at one forty-five. He was here. It's like, so, I, you know, shout out to you, man, because it's like it's a lot of artists that talk about stuff and, and like talk about they want to be this and they want to be that and they ain't really doing it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like to put something out there and you like instantly like made it happen. That's that's what I'm talking about. That's. I, I respect that, you know what I'm saying. So I, I definitely wanted to make sure that I, I said something about that before before we close out. I, you know, I didn't want that to be oh, an afterthought sure. because that's 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 a major thing for me. You know what I mean? Hey, so. I appreciate you letting me come through here and run my mouth for a little bit, man. I hope, yeah, man. Uh, hope to come back here many more times. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I see I see everything that you've been doing too. You know what I'm saying? Man, we the, working, man. You know what I'm saying? Everything with the PAG Lounge. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You over here producing. Shout out. To that winning team, like I've been, I've been bumping that music. Dude, I, um, you know I actually played, I played the Drifting Memories early yeah. in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, I thank, thank you, man. Like you know, uh, I'm just working, man. I'm just trying to put in the work. Hopefully, somebody notice it. <laughs> you know, what yeah, I'm saying? I that's, think that's what we all here at the end of the yeah, day doing. Like, yeah. I, I look forward to like five years from now when we when we balling on these motherfuckers. Yeah, like, hey, yeah, remember like, when hey, we used to do the podcast? <laughs> Yo. That's real though, man. Like, I'm gonna tell you something, dude. Like, I, um. I was listening to the minstrel show, Little Brother, the minstrel show, like uh, a couple of days ago. Right. And toward the end of the album, I heard um, Peter Rosenberg. He's on the album. Like, he had a skit on the album. Oh, yeah, that was Peter Rosenberg. Uh, and, and so <laughs> I had I had put out a tweet. I was like, yo, I didn't even realize you were on here. He was like, man, nobody knew me back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. just like, that's real, though. It's like, you can do so much work. And people don't realize it, but that's why you got a catalog. People can always go back and, you know, they can, you know, Somebody gonna dig through that catalog, dude, and be like, "Yo, I remember this moment." So that's what it's about, man. It's just just make good, good product, regardless of what it is. If it's a record production or a podcast, man, whatever, just put out good product, and you know it'll 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 speak for itself in the future, man. That's what we here for, you know. Word up, chat man. Cool, man. Well, hey, man, it's Jay Good at StraightOutTheDen.com, man. Uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to this podcast, man. If you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes. Um, you can listen on SoundCloud. It's great. Um, it's cool, and, and I appreciate that. For real, I do. But, you know, if you can subscribe on iTunes, that'll help us out so much. Subscribe, rate, um, tell a friend to tell a friend, man. And, um, you know, follow us on all our on all social media. Um, you know, we, we got a lot of things that we're doing. And be on the look for the Good Hennessy Show, man. That's, that's starting up. Um, the first episode is January 12th. That's, uh, next week. 
and uh, that's going to be on LiveHipHopDaily.tv. So uh, make sure y'all check that out. It's going to be something new and refreshing, man. And we got we got a special guest for y'all. Um, so definitely check that out. If you like what we're doing on the podcast, you're definitely going to like that. That's me and Hennessy uh, going back and forth with each other um, uh, with, with the guests, of course. So definitely check that out. Uh, man, Shalil, man, how can people follow you on um, social media, man? Yo, everything. Uh, first of all, ShalomLittle.com. You know what I'm saying? All social media, Shalom Little. That's H, excuse me, S H A L O M L I T T L E. You know what I'm saying? That's me. Dope, dope. dope, man. Well, hey, bro, I, I thank you again for coming through, man. Like, like for real, it, it was. We talked about a lot of stuff. Like, if they don't learn something from this podcast, bro, like they ain't listening. That's the way I'm gonna take it from it. Like, they ain't listening if they don't learn something from it. And then there'll be more opportunity. Me come back and then make you relive. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, though. That's for real, for real, man. So, hey, man, like I said before, make sure you uh, follow everything straight out there. Then that's STR, the number eight, O U T D A D E N. Uh, follow the homie, uh, Shalil, everything Shalom Little. Just like you said, man, make sure you go there. Follow him. Like, he's a real real stand-up dude, man. Like, he's really about the culture and, and really about self-improvement and improving the community, man. So, like, y'all definitely check him out and, and support whatever he's doing, man. Like, he got my cosign. So, definitely, um, you know, do that. But we out, man. That's it. Peace. Happy New Year, man. 2015. Let's go. Bless up.